Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by Cheez-It and Pringles. Hey, Hoops fans, I'm going to do this one from memory. Mm. I've been doing this. I've been doing Cheez-It and Pringles have been uh, sponsoring the podcast for a long time. We love them. We have been talking about Cheez-It and Pringles pretty much all season. I will, I will say this about Cheez-It and Pringles tape. There are a lot of Johnny-come-latelys in our lives these days. We are the two hottest men in sports media. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Um, okay, that's was, that was probably taking a little bit too far. Uh, <laughs> but these are the three days where we matter to people. These are the three days where everyone's blowing us up. Well, it's about, yeah, I don't yeah, know if it's three full not three days, days, but it's, it's about it's about two days. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, these, these are the days that people care. People come out of the woodwork. They're like, I'm going to call my buddy Titus. I'm going to call my buddy Tate. And, and relation, people I haven't talked to all year. I let it get a voicemail. Yes. Uh, but pre, Pringles and Cheez-It have been with us all season. They've been with us when in, in the doldrums of January when conference play is kind of getting boring because they, they backload all these schedules. This and, copy is unbelievable. Yeah, it's changed yeah, so I'm much. All this. <laughs> they, 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 put all the, uh, they put all the good conference games in the back schedule, so we got just like shit. They got Georgia Tech Duke games going on in mm-hmm. January, and we're like, what the fuck are we going to talk about on the podcast? Cheese it and Pringles were still dropping the bag back then, and now it's time to shine, and guess who's still staying with us? Cheese it and Pringles. They're the real ones. We love them. Uh, so I'm going to do this from memory. I, I'm honest to God, not looking at the copy. I'm going to try to do it. You're hey, on camera so people can tell if you are. Hey, who's fans? Do you want to play a game? Do you want to play in a game with some of today's biggest stars with Charles Barkley or Shaq as your coach? Well, Ching- Pringles and Cheez-Its are giving you that chance with the Celebrity Crunch Classic. All for the win sleepstakes. All you have to do is go to CelebrityCrunchClassic.com slash OSP. Hey, I was right. I thought I was wrong. Visit the site for more details. Pringles versus cheese. Pick a side, stock up, and go for the win. No purchase necessary. We are also brought to you by Sonos. Meet the Sonos Beam, the smart, compact soundbar for your TV and newest addition to the easy-to-use home sound system. I cannot believe that Sonos sent us actual sound beams. You really couldn't believe it. I really cannot believe (laughs) that. cannot Uh, believe it. You said you set yours up already, and it's awesome. Mine is set up completely, and I will say this. Uh, if there's anything that I've learned right now, it's like when you're eating Cheez-Its, sometimes mm. it, it turns out that you cheese your brains off. You know what I mean? I was mm. watching South Park, cheesing my brains off. Cheez- having, yeah, cheesing, little cat piss. Cheez- little cat piss in the face. You know what I mean? That's nothing mm-hmm. like some white cheddar mm-hmm. Cheez-Its. Same thing. Uh, so, yeah, it's a beautiful sound. Uh, it illuminates the whole room, uh, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Sonos. Yeah, I'm, I, I got my Sonos thing out here. It's still in the box. I'm gonna, uh, I can't wait to set it up. But, um, the place, sure, they love hearing that. I'm staying <laughs> The little the little pool house I'm staying at in Larchmont, uh, uh-huh. if I set up the the Sonos and just like blew the whole place, it, it wouldn't be good. So I'm I'm saving it for the the special occasion. Uh, anyway, everyone listening, go to Sonos.com to learn more and order your beam today. That is S O N O S dot com. It is March Madness. The tournament is officially starting today. We're recording this on a Tuesday, I believe. Mm-hmm. I've lost track of time. I've lost track of basically everything in my life right now. You're um, cheesing your brains off right now. You <laughs> dude, are, you're completely lost. Dude, I am cheesing my brains out like you wouldn't believe. Uh, but it is Tuesday. The tournament officially starts tonight. Um, we we did a we did a a, bra- a bracket show on Sunday where we kind of broke down our initial thoughts, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what are we doing today, Tate? What do we have on the docket for the people? Well, what do we do every single Tuesday? We do the good guys, we do the bad guys, we do oh, the do Kyle's guys. Yeah, we do We do this oh. uh, whole little bit. Uh, oh. And we're going to do all that today. Is it, are you saying bad or bag? It's uh, bat. Uh, are you saying bat? Yeah, a bat guy. Bad uh, or bad? Yeah, anyone in the San Antonio Spurs arena, those are yeah. bad guys. Mike, Mike, Trout, Mike Trout is a bat guy because yes. he's signed a big con- Yeah. 
What was yeah. that? Five hundred million, yeah. right? <laughs> with all the guarantees at the end. Why don't we talk about Mike Trout? <laughs> yeah, it's like, how, uh, how does that guy get that much money? I didn't even right. know the Angels had five hundred million. So dollars. if you want to, if you're just tuning in and you're trying to get our, our breakdown of the bracket, uh, go back to Sunday's show. That mm. was probably more of that. We're still going to talk, obviously, about March Madness. Like, what else is there to talk about? This is our lives. This is this is the time that we're most excited about. We're going to talk about that, but but we're going to do a little bit less of like breaking down game by game. Do you think Duke's going to go to the Elite Eight or the final? All that kind of shit. Um. We're gonna we're gonna do a little looser show today, uh, so that's what we're we're gonna get to. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, like I said, it's Tuesday. The, the NCAA tournament kicks off officially tonight, but uh, not really until Thursday, but kind of tonight. But your brackets, you still have till Thursday, so whatever. Uh, before we get started, I, I want to be serious for like two seconds, may, maybe a little longer, uh, and, and plug my foundation that I started. I've, I've been plugging it on the podcast for a little while, um, that, that it was coming. Uh, on Monday, we officially launched our website. It is club, clubtrillionfoundation.org. Um, it is it is a foundation that I started um, basically just to give a scholarship away to a college basketball walk-on Tate, uh, and and it kind of worked backwards. We reverse engineer it. I wanted to give the scholarship away first, and then I talked to some lawyers, and they said, <laughs> <laughs> I literally did talk to lawyers. I, I, did, I do like how that that sentence that comes out of my mouth. It just sounds like a joke. Um, I talked to some lawyers, and they said you definitely do not want to give the scholarship away as yourself because just don't do that. You want to create a foundation and have the foundation give away. So that's why I created the foundation. And then uh, in creating the foundation, I was like, we could do so much more than just give away one scholarship. We could give away scholarships to multiple basketball players. We could do this for every sport. Um, so the the mission for the foundation is basically to serve walk-ons. I was a former walk-on. Again, if you're just turning into the program, I played basketball at Ohio State. I went to the Final Four. I, I won big two Big Ten titles. Uh, so I wanted to create a foundation that that serves walk-ons. They they bust their ass. They everyone complains about how college athletes aren't paid. Walk-ons are truly not paid. They get no compensation whatsoever. They do not get a scholarship. They do not get room and board. They do not get free meals a lot of the times. They're paying their own way to basically be a human punching bag in practice. Uh, and then they also, I know this from experience. You also can't even get a job on the side because you have no time because you're playing sports. So uh, I started this to serve them. We have the website. Go to clubtrillionfoundation.org uh, if you want to donate. But if if it, we need more than money, we need we need help spreading the word. We need there there are ways you can apply to stuff that you, you can if you know walk ons in your life, you can tell them about this. Have them apply for the scholarship. Uh, uh, if you have any idea of how to. Um, uh, grow this to other sports. If you're like, I think I would be perfect to run the the wing of men's golf for this foundation and give out men's golf scholarships, contact me. Uh, anyway, I wanted to plug that off the top because I know um, a lot of people are going to listen to this podcast that we're doing. And, I think uh, I'm uniquely yeah. qualified to help with go. the men's golf uh, if, I w- if I'm allowed to do go. that. All there right. you go. Yeah, we can yeah. do that. Okay, we'll figure that out. I got a job, Kyle. Finally. But it is, it is on brand for the podcast, though, because we're literally, I'm literally giving money to college basketball players. That's it, and that's what we love more than anything here is players getting the bag dropped, and uh, that's what that's what this foundation is. So if you like the podcast, I encourage you to uh, to help us out. That's what we call synergy. It's called yeah. cross promotion, and uh, if you are paying players, then we are in the right. Va- Basically, we are going to be the side of the FBI instead of the CBI, which is something we learned mm-hmm. uh, as we evaluated and went through everything in the college basketball world, which gets us. 
to everything in the college Ooh, basketball yes. world. Congratulations, A lot by going the way. on. I'm very excited about your foundation, and I'm very oh, excited yeah, about you. how it stretches into the larger picture. I just because have, now we can maybe funnel some guys that are quote-unquote walk-ons. You know, I've had a lot of people. some five-star yeah, talent. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like Doug McDermott. He was yeah, a walk-on. Ooh, yeah, Luke he was. May. Yeah, I should hit up Doug McDermott and be like, dude, you were, yeah. Or Baker Mayfield. Like, get these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Luke May. <laughs> Make them the face of this of this uh, operation. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's people have been asking me. They're like, Titus, why do you do it? Um, what you know is it is for it, the love of the game? Is it, it do you just love walk-ons that much? Like, what is it? And and honestly, it, it's gonna sound crazy, but I just have this deep-seated just like desire for people to think I'm a good person. Um, and that's just kind of what drives me. So I, I just I really it's really really important to me that people think I'm a, I'm a decent person. So I, I do these <laughs> things publicly. Um, just in hopes that people are like, you know, I can throw me a quote tweet and be like, damn, what a great thing this guy did. What a, <laughs> so they can say, what a good guy. What a good guy. What a good well, guy. Dude, great and segue. Is, and that is why we have this segment, because in the world of college basketball, we like to find the good guys. We like to find the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. And yes, not the bad guys, the bad guys. And in honor of you mentioning being a good guy. I'm, I'm I, my own good guy I, and I, bad guy I, this week. <laughs> I kind of want you to be my good guy, but uh, I have to give it to the man that won the official race of 69. Uh, and that is, of course, UNC Greensboro's own Wes mm. Miller, uh, the 69th team, the team that did not make the tournament, the team that was knocked out by an at-large bid that, or, you know, if Oregon doesn't Oregon. beat... Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, if Peyton Pritchard. Peyton does, Pritchard kind of looks like Wes Miller a little bit. Yeah, okay. So maybe it was a little so back and forth there. He's yeah. like, I'm going to take your spot. This mm-hmm. is my time to shine. Yep. A little bit of old out school, with the new old, school. In yeah. with the new. There you yep. go. That checks out. So UNCG's Wes Miller uh, races 69, 69th place is where they finish. Uh, had a great year in, in the Southern Conference, a conference that, uh, you know, at one time had Stephen Curry there, a team that probably should have gotten an at large bid, but still couldn't do that when they won 27 games after making the Elite Eight the year before. So mm-hmm. it was a pretty. Tall it is, task. You know what? We should do a we should do a podcast. This is a summer project. Uh, yes, but we should go back and and basically take cases like that with the, with the Davidson thing and revisit. Like basically, what I'm saying is, if Davidson, if the Steph thing happened now, Davidson would have gotten at large. Like the times have changed and people have been wiser. It's basically like Gonzaga would have these good years and no one would trust Gonzaga with the seeding. And then now Gonzaga can lose to St. Mary's in the WCC title game and they still get the one seed. And they mm-hmm. should. I, Gonzaga was the best team. But like if Gonzaga, if this was 06 or 05 and Gonzaga had the exact same season they had, they'd be like a four seed this year, you know? So it'd be fun to like go back and revisit and like just kind of judge like, was that the right call? With yeah. This, see, you know? And flush it all out. Because the mid majors used to get, you, you think mid majors get mm-hmm. fucked now? Like, oh my God, back in the day, it was like, it was like Nevada yeah. would have been like an 11 yeah, seed Nevada. this year. They would have been, they would have been <laughs> they a Dayton playing yeah. in. Yeah, yeah that, would, exactly. that would exactly would have, been, would have been. And I will say, uh, Gonzaga, ironically enough, knocked out UNCG of the tournament last year. And then this year, by throwing that game, or, you know, quotes, throwing yeah. that game to St. Mary's, they knock UNCG out again. Right. So that's a little back-to-back double duty there, uh, which mm-hmm. was tough to see. Westmore, the reason that he is the good guy for me is, you know, he didn't even realize, you know, that they were that they were so close to the bubble. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. He was well, like, he basically is like now putting out quotes. He's like, you cringe thinking about it. Uh, I started crunching the numbers, and yeah, we probably should have gotten in that large bit. We won 28 games. Um, so that's a very good that's, guy That's how move. you know he's a young coach, by the way. Yes, is yes. Like, now he, because every other guy, every other coach has their little platform and plank, so if you ask him something, they're like, I went nine and nine yeah. in the ACC. How Kevin would I not Keats, be in the tournament? Yeah, Kevin Keats has had his stats lined up for the last month. He's been firing this shit off, and he's like, "Number thirty-two in the net." I thought you told me the net mattered. Kevin Keats has been like paying people to delete the twenty-four point <laughs> game from the from the. Uh, they scored twenty-four points in a game, dude. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four. Final score. <laughs> that is NCC. Kevin Keats has spent the last month like 
Yeah, doing that. And Wes Miller, is, he's new to the game. That's hilarious. But this is what I said when, on Sunday when they, they released the... Why it was so funny that CBS... Uh, as soon as the bracket comes out, they released the first four out thing. The NCAA and CBS say, just missed. Oof. Just missed the cut. Ooh, Congratulations, Sorry. guys. <laughs> yeah. You almost did it. It's like, who wants to see that? Nobody wants to see that. We, we get it. Like, we don't, you don't need to show us that. We understand that when the NIT bracket comes out, whoever the one seeds were, were the teams that missed. It's like implied. You don't need to kind of bring this up and rub the salt in the wounds. I don't know. That's what he said. He said they rubbed the salt in the wound. That's exactly yeah, what he exactly said. What so uh, that made it even worse for him. And he also pointed out again that Gonzaga beat them last year and knocked him out of the tournament. Uh, so <laughs> in the all, same breath. Yeah, yeah, he's like, everything is like coming full circle to West Miller. And that is a very good guy move, again, for a young coach that went from, you know, UNCG. I, one of my friends, Sean, worked there. And Jackie Manuel works there, a guy to play at Carolina. And things were just terrible. I mean, I did a bunch of interviews down there. Yeah. They weren't winning games. They were getting blown out by everybody. For them to win 28 games this year, really impressive. And uh, what is, But what it didn't is, quite, you know, lead to the tournament. So that's why it's good What is guy. Greensboro's mascot? Let me guess. I think, if I remember right, I want to say it's like Spartans. Spartans. Is it Sp- Absolutely. The Spartans. Congratulations. Dude. Dude, that would be, I think that would be, I think this would be great content if we did a whole podcast of you just quizzing, we just go through all 353 Division One teams, Mm -hmm. Kyle. You know what, let's just, let's just end this pod and just start again, (laughs) start again, and we just see how many we can get. (laughs) All right, let's start with the Citadel. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's run through them. Uh, That's my good guy of the week. Pretty, pretty self-explanatory for Wes Miller, but uh, we got a lot more good guys to get to. Oh, we have more good guys. Uh, I was split on this. I think, um, again, all season I have made my good guys Big Ten coaches. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just, I don't know why. Obviously, I'm a Big Ten guy. I'm I'm very self-conscious about this because people hate when, when we show bias. They hate it. They, they hate it so much. I so, told Kyle this. I read every single review on iTunes last night, like a psychopath. <laughs> and uh, it is what? Yeah. Well, I mean, because like I hate the internet at this time of year because you get on the internet and people are like, oh, George Michael Bluth, like all this. Shit. It's like, dude, I will, I will literally, I'm 6'2 and I'll whoop your ass. You know what I mean? I guess. Um, so it's like, I got to deal with all that. So then I'm like, I just got to see what these people are saying because I don't relate anyway with these people. And then I'm going through all this. And of course, like you're saying, I'm, I'm reading everything. It's like, I, I don't know. I was going to come listen to the Ohio State North Carolina podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for that uh, really thoughtful analysis on everything. This is Tate in Bloomington right now. Uh, dude, this is, on the this is, dude, this gonna, is I will the, fuck you all up. That was my favorite oh moment in OSP history. Well, anyways, <laughs> back to the point. I know what you feel like. Uh, I can understand that. But back um, to the Big oh, Ten. Yeah, 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 back to the So I, I get self-conscious about the Big Ten. I don't want to talk all about exclusively the Big Ten. But the, it's, just, it's just too perfect. The Tim Miles thing. Has he even officially been fired yet? I think in his mind, like you said, he has been fired for quite some because time. Because I'm seeing these tweets that, like, I, the, the tweet I saw is Jeff Goodman. He said that Fred Hoiberg, hashtag Hoiberg watch, uh, is going to emerge as the leading candidate. That's when, the report. When Nebraska the parts scoop. when Nebraska parts ways with 10 miles. Mm-hmm. And my question is, has, has Nebraska parted ways with 10 miles? Has it happened? And if it <laughs> Like what the report he's like Jeff Goodman is already naming the next Nebraska coach and Nebraska and Tim Miles has not actually been fired yet. What is happening? And he's a he's a four seed in the NIT and he feels pretty good about it. He's like I like our team's chances in the NIT. Like, <laughs> like Tim Tim, Miles, Tim Miles will not quit on these kids. Say what you dude, want about the man. I'm telling you, Tim Miles is such a good guy. He is so beloved. They're they're not even going to fire him. They're just going to hire Fred Hoiberg in his spot, <laughs> and like Tim Miles is going to keep the office, and they're just going to like push him to the side, and he's going to get like a little side chair where he's just kind of like off to the side with his feet up, 
Well, yeah. you know what it is. It's going to be D'Angelo Vickers and Michael Scott. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Hoiberg's going to go in his office and get the nice shave, yes. and then Tim Miles is going to try to do the same thing. <laughs> He's like, this is what big-time coaches do. Uh, this is who I want to be. I want to be like you, Coach Hoiberg. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's what we want. It's the wild dude. This is spoiler alert. We do the Duffies in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, Tim Miles is winning good guy of the year. I, this is he's winning good guy of the century. Like this is when we came up with a good guy segment. It was Tim Miles. We should just change the name to the Tim Miles of the year. Like this mm-hmm. is unbelievable. The good guy vibes coming from from Nebraska right now. He's willing to go the extra mile. That's for sure. And he always he's basically been putting it out to the world that he's content with being fired. As we talked about last yeah. week. I mean, he's <laughs> this is a back to back good guy honoree at this point. And Nebraska again has not reached the tournament since 2013 2014. It's been a long time. So for him to keep the headlines, Dude, I he he feels that's impressive. I'm I'm calling my shot right now. Tim Miles will not coach college basketball next season because he will be he will probably keep his house in Lincoln. He will like just go to like Nebraska football games, mm-hmm. uh, and then he'll do like TV work on the side. At that bet, I bet he'll like do stuff with ESPN. He and, will be the minister of conduct for Nebraska. Dude, he'll basically do what, what Tom Crean did. When Tom Crean got fired, mm-hmm. and then the the picture comes out like a week later, and he's at uh, uh, Indiana. I don't remember if it was a volleyball game or a women's basketball game or something. And Tom Crean's just standing in the corner with his arms crossed, and is like, "This dude was fired like a week. What is he still doing here?" Uh, and then he goes on the media. That that's how it's going to work for Tim Miles. I bet. And then he's going to do the media tour. Every, it's going to be beloved. Everyone's going to talk about like like he's he's everyone already loves him, but they're going to love him even more. And um, and then people watching will be like, wow, people seem to like ads watching that don't really know a lot about Tim Miles. Will be like, people seem to love that guy. We should hire him. That'd be great for us. That'd be a big splash. And then he'll be the coach at Georgia Tech in <laughs> in two years. And he comes in and he's like, why is it why the down faces? <laughs> yeah. Josh Pastner's still there. He's like, I'm not leaving. Whatever it takes. Uh, Tim Miles is definitely going to be on CBS, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we know, you know, if one of the big coaches loses. Tim Miles like, is going to be on CBS this year. Yes. Tim Miles is going to be advancing in the NIT and still be on CBS. <laughs> like, as this team is playing games. He's gonna he's he's going to be in the studio at CBS. Like, dude, CBS studios are in New York. The mm-hmm. NIT finals are in New York. Makes you think. Coach Miles, you have a game dipping. in 30 minutes. Why are you here? Yeah. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> it's they they won't care. I think Hoyberg's there. He'll figure it out. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that, that is my pick for good guy of the week. I have another honorable another, which was great. I'd have another honorable mention for good guy of the week. Phil Martelli, uh, a man that went undefeated the regular season back with Jameer Nelson uh, of mm. St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's has had him there for you know over 20 plus years at this point. He gets let go today. They said they conducted a full investigation. Which I don't, mm. I don't know, like an investigation into what to do with the situation, I guess. But it made it seem like that's ominous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, what? Uh, but anyways, Phil Martelli leaves. Uh, I think a lot of people will remember fondly what he was able to do at St. Joseph's, and that is why he became the good guy of the week because everyone had a Phil Martelli be- story to like put out to the world. It's like, oh, I remember when Mart was telling me about, yeah. you know, the, how good that team would be with Jameer Nelson and yada yada yada. yada. And yeah. It's like he's become the face of uh, he's the guy in the game. He's a know? well, he, he's old. He's like old media too. Like mm-hmm. the, all the all the old old people that uh and especially the philly thing like the big five in philly is a big deal to like everybody that covers college basketball that's older than 50 um and he's been there for what 30 years almost yeah something like that he's been at st joe's 25 25 like yeah uh so yeah th- th- there's that element at play i love the uh the what'd you say we, we did an investigation what was the terminology here they said they, they conducted a full they conducted a yeah, full it, was investigation. A, it was a comprehensive evaluation 
Uh, and then and a full investigation to what was best for That's the St. Joseph's Wouldn't it be hilarious program. if like Cal does the same thing when they fire Viking Jones? They're like, we, we conducted a comprehensive investigation and we found out that Viking Jones fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so we fired his ass. <laughs> so we said, sorry, Viking. Sorry. <laughs> See you later. It was also pointed out that Phil Martelli, uh, it was in the same year that Michael Jordan decided that he was back, you know, and he faxed in, I'm back. Oh, yeah, yeah. So people are somehow relating Phil Martelli to Michael what? Jordan. I don't know. People are like, just, in, they're like, also in 95 when Phil Martelli oh, came like to St. Time. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Like when LeBron, was like, last time LeBron didn't make the playoffs, you know, there was the no The number one song was Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, like, that was a long wow, time geez. ago. <laughs> Way to put that in context for me. I haven't heard that in almost three weeks. <laughs> I was just on the radio the other day. That's a long time. Wow. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, what? Any other thing? Any other good guy thing we need to touch on? I think those are all the good guys, except right. for I do have one more. The Villanova right. player uh, that stood up when they announced that they were the six seed. They cut to Villanova, and there was oh, yeah, one yeah. guy. There was one guy that quickly that was stood up, and he was like, "Oh shit, that's right. We don't celebrate six seeds." And yeah, he right. Back, <laughs> he quickly sat back down and started clapping. I just want to say that's a very good guy move because he wanted to say, "Hey, we're happy to be in the tournament. Congratulations, us." And then Jay Wright's like. You know what's crazy? Sit I, I see. I'm, I'm looking on Twitter right now. Uh -huh. uh, it says that that guy was cut from the team. <laughs> that that Jay Wright was like, I don't. Holy want shit! This, they I cut Colin Gillespie. Yeah, like, I don't, he goes, I don't want this fucking loser on my team. I want guys who know the it's national champions or bust of Villanova. It would have been cool if it was Quinterly <laughs> that stood up and he was like, "Let's go." That would be. Time. Can we get that? Isn't it Belichick that does that? That cuts people the night before the Super Bowl. Can yeah. we, we need a cut. Or binges them. Malcolm Butler, right? Yeah. You remember yeah. that? Who's yeah. the? We uh, still need answers, Bill. Who's the most likely college basketball coach to do that? To, uh, that would be. That would be. Tom Izzo to. benching Nick Ward. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I could watch that. Yeah. That would be awesome. To just, to just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. But it's a good power move. You know, it sends a message to your team. People buy in and then they're like. I came up with like a stupid joke and then I was just like thinking it through of like, what if Jay Wright actually did like cut a guy from a team right before the NCAA tournament? What if any coach did that? And then I was, I was well, like, that would be funny. Well, that's the Anson Doran <laughs> quote. It's like, yeah. uh, it's basically the most powerful tool on a team is the bench. Yep. I like that quote. Yeah. That always like hurts. That. Uh, can we get to bad guys? This is the most Please. fun that we can do. Uh, so bad guy of the week for me. Uh, of course, this, this is a tough time because a lot of, as we did the, you know, every team is set up and they do their little, like, congratulations, we made the tournament. Kansas State was the opposite of a bad guy. I just wanted to point that out. When we saw the Man Manhattan facilities there in Manhattan, Kansas, Bruce Weber, Bruce yeah, Weber dude. needs some help. We need some more things going on in Manhattan, that was, Kansas. It wasn't, there wasn't necessarily anything bad with their facility. No, it was just, just, like, not a facility you want to put on TV. That's really it. It's just like if you're gonna go on TV, you gotta well, have like a setup. The, they were in the wrong room. They, they yeah, seemed like they were, the they were in the practice. They were in the practice. They were in the practice gym, yeah. but it was like this isn't the this isn't the venue for this. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to point that out before we get to the bags because the bags can give you facilities and figure things out for you. Uh, bad guy of the week for me really has nothing to do with anything other than it was a response, uh, which I thought was a very bad guy move. Uh, Lavelle Moton, who's a coach of NC Central, was mm -hmm. put out to the world that he did not want to play Zion Williamson. So then every single media outlet takes it and they go, Lavelle Moton is scared to play, mm -hmm. uh, you mm -hmm. know, Zion Williams in the first round. But the whole point was he has a six-year-old son. We talked about this on the live stream, but, uh, you know, who loves Zion. And it was like, you know, basically playing against someone that he loves. He didn't want to do that to his son. Anyway, we get the draw if NC Central was able to win tomorrow. Okay, got that all figured out. But then he gets upset about all of these, you know, headlines that are going out to the world. He's like, nah, they, they ain't gonna play me like that. Mm -hmm. So then he, he quote tweets, he's great, great Twitter follow. Quote tweets, it says, I fear God, not man. Ooh. Which comes into the question, you know, which is a very bad guy move. That's just like, you know, I'm not afraid of anybody and we'll see what happens and we're ready to strap up and, you know, let this thing play out. Uh, but is Zion a man? Are we sure? That's the question. Or is he a Jeep? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, 
What's a what's a man to a jeep? What's a god to I need a king? A, I, need, I don't know. What's a yeah? I need a power rankings of gods, man, <laughs> men, and kings, and ten and jeeps going ten miles an hour, and zions. He might be it's the holy trinity confusing. of all three: a god, a king, and a jeep. Has God has God uh, made a ruling on how he feels about Steve Alford yet? Because remember, mm-hmm. Steve Alford said, "I'm not coaching. I'm I'm coaching for an audience of one, which is God." Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, "Didn't watch that game." Yeah, God, God, God said. <laughs> <laughs> right, so UCLA said no, Steve, you're fired. But has God fired Steve Offer yet? We don't know. Um, and has he tried to hire Tony Bennett yet? Has Tony Bennett we said no? We still don't know. We still don't know. We don't know. So maybe that's know. the bad guy of the week. God. Yeah. God. God is the bad guy <laughs> of the week. Uh, my bad guy of the week um, is I'm trying to think through this because uh, I wasn't exactly prepared. Uh, this this is the this is the first show I think where you were pre- more prepared than I was. I'm living my whole life it, th- these three days is just like I'm living like I, I prep like ten minutes before whatever we're doing because it's just like on to the next thing whatever. Um, but my bad guy I just thought about it is I'm I'm gonna tie this in because I'm I'm hearing I'm I'm getting blown up my phone is getting absolutely blown up in the last twelve hours or so. Uh, my bad guy is the UNLV athletic department um because, <laughs> at large, at large yes. just the, the the entire city of vegas yeah. <laughs> uh because my phone has been blowing up from guys i played with former teammates uh guys in the media that think i have a scoop uh friends family everyone in between is thad mata taking the unlv job what do you know mm. now I have speculated on Thad Mata's status as a semi-retired basketball coach on this podcast many times. Many. Every time I do, it mm-hmm. gets me in trouble, and he texts me and says, for the love of God, please stop talking about this. Please, <laughs> please stop throwing rumors out there. And I'm like, coach, I have a job to do. And he's like, find co- a new fucking job and keep my name out your what mouth. What was the quote that he had that we use? Uh, I don't uh, know yeah, nor do I care. Yeah, yeah. that was from... Uh, that was from a. Uh, uh, I don't know what that is, nor do I care. Yeah, the story. The story behind that was um, <laughs> when I started my blog, Club Trillion, in two thousand eight. Uh, no one gave a shit, and and then it slowly started to become popular. And then the local news wanted to do a story on me because it was like a. Sim, it's the local news, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like a semi quirky story. Bench warmer starts yeah, you a struck blog. A chord. Yeah, it was it was a good five minute segment that they could do. It's on called a, a package. Yeah, package. There you go. Yeah, I, I had a good package. Uh, so. They they're doing the story on me, and I've never I've never had anything like this. Is obviously a massive deal, you know. I'm a small town kid from rural Indiana, and it's like this mm-hmm. would be this is this is I've hit the big time now. Mm-hmm. I'm on the local news in Columbus, Ohio. So I was very excited about this. They interview me. They do a face to face interview. They're doing all this. They talk to Evan Turner, who is the best player on the team. That's kind of noteworthy that the best players commented on me. They talk to Coach Mata. I knew this. The guy that's doing the piece told me all about this. So I, I turn on the TV when it's going to air. I'm, I'm recording it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is my big moment. This is my big moment. And the first time that Coach Mata comes on the thing, uh, the question is like, how do you feel about Club Trillion? And he goes, I don't know what that is, nor do I care. <laughs> and it's so good. It's so perfect. perfect. It's so perfect. And that has like been the tone of Club That like <laughs> set the tone for the, my entire existence and my entire career, this podcast. Uh, yeah, it's perfect. I got the last laugh though, because this dude, like, uh, when I when I came out with the Club Trill beer, he called me when he he got a six pack and he was drinking one. He he calls me and he puts the phone up to it and pops it and he's like, "I'm drinking a Club Trill beer," and I was like, "Yeah, you are, yeah, you are." And I I called him out on. It. I was like, "Dude, you you shit all over Club Trill at the start. Now look how far you've come. You're drinking my beer, bitch." Back then, you started playing that sort of rapping like uh, Mike Jones. Anyway, back to the point. Uh, uh, 
people are asking me, is Thad Mata going to take the UNLV job? In a word, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've not actually talked to him about this, but um, again, this is this is one of the things I do. This is this is this has become my corner is speculating on what Thad Mata is going to do. Um, somehow it got leaked that like he lives in Vegas. Like this is a story. This is this 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 got thrown out into the message boards at UNLV, and people are circulating around that he he has a house in Vegas. Um, he does not have a house in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in Indianapolis. Uh, and also the man is still, he's still getting his $3 million. I think he's getting like $3 million a year to not work. And he's still going to get that next season. And I, and the offer that I saw that UNLV made him was $2.8 million a year. So Tate, I ask you, think about this, put yourself in dad modest shoes. Mm-hmm. Would you rather live in Indianapolis right next to your alma mater, right next to your wife's alma mater, right next to the school that your daughters go to and get paid $3 million a year? Or would you rather move across the country mm-hmm. and, oh, and not work? To the mm-hmm. desert. And not work. Or move across the country to the desert to a, a city that is polar opposite from the Midwest. And our <laughs> like other the, bad the, guy, God. Like, yeah. Yes. The ideals <laughs> of the Midwest and the ideals of Vegas are polar opposites. Get paid less money. Be away from your family, your, your daughters, the schools they go to. Um, and then also get the stress of trying to revive a dormant program. Which would you rather do? Stay at home for yeah, $3 million. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. So, uh, shout out to UNLV, though. They're trying their damnedest. Just hire Patino. Get it over with. I was like, going to say, I mean, that, that's what the whole point. Doing? The UNLV athletic department, what they're leaking, the public is genius. They still had Marvin Menzies there, and they're putting out to the world, we'd interview Patino. We'd give him yeah, a chance. Right. Even though Menzies is a Patino guy, so yeah. obviously Rick Patino is not going to take that very well. Um, so I think that kind of hurt them. They, they leaked it too soon. They came mm. too early, you know, with that situation. Mm, it came mm, in. They, mm. they just made it work. Uh, mm. But anyways... Anyways, <laughs> Patino, I think it's time to get. I think it's time to dip it back in. You know what I mean? Like, see what's going on in in, in Las Vegas. Like, let's like check it out. Menzies is now gone. They're obviously leaking to the public that they want that motto. They want a coach of that yeah, ilk. They do. Yeah, it's time for Rick. Yeah, we got to get Gonzalez back. Having said all of this, if Thad did end up taking the UNLV job, I would love that, and I would uh, I would be trying to I would be trying to convince Kimmel to to. Take pri- I would I would I would come out here and then like get on Kimmel's private planes to Vegas to don't let Thad come up short. I mean, let him go to UCLA, dude. That's what we want. Please, please make that happen. Speak that into existence. I mean, I'm quitting. I told you, I'm quitting the. I'm quitting my job. But you just we'll gave him the, the argument podcast, never to leave. So let's let's edit that out, Kyle, and but then we'll we'll say he's going go to go leave UCLA. for UNLV. Leave for UCLA. Okay, right? They're two different jobs. Yeah. Um. All right, what's next? Next up, we got Kyle Guy. Uh, this is so much fun. I love the, this is this is one of these podcasts where I'm glad that you're cheesed out of your face because I'm usually <laughs> cheesed out of my face. So I'm happy to be here. Um, Kyle Guy is the next one we have up. Virginia, uh, a team that lost to Florida State, said there was a lot of athleticism at display. Uh, mm-hmm. They had to check the tape, but uh, he basically he basically said they had no white guys and we got a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's like we didn't understand how that was going to work. Uh, where's Dulkies when you need him? Uh, anyways, Kyle Guy. Uh, if you don't know Dulkies, go look that up. Great guy for Florida State back in the day when they won in 2012. Uh, Kaepernick signing uh, was something that Kyle Guy had on his mind. Uh, This is something that I got tripped up on. Uh, This is a true story, folks. Uh, So I'm going through and scrolling through Twitter. This is the time to do this as we try to figure out what Kyle Guy is up to. Uh, there were some nice pictures of him as his Kyle Guy's retweets are interesting because he's retweeting a like lot of KJ UNBC Mara, stuff. UNBC yeah. is like, oh, you remember this last year? Last year on this date, you know, Virginia mm-hmm. lose to a 16 team for the first last time. Last year on this date, Kyle Guy wrote the note saying, like, 
Never again. Never again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Never. Which back I forgot down. about that until I just now said it. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just reminded myself um, that he did after after they lost. He wrote like the note of just like this was hard. I I wish I wish this hadn't happened in my life, but I'm gonna be stronger because of it. Which was a, it was a cool note. It was and, really cool. It was just a. I ho- that's why I hope it works out for Virginia because that'll be like the you remember the Tim Tebow speech mm-hmm. where he comes out and he's like you will never see a team work harder than we will work for the next seven weeks you will never see a quarterback play as fast as I play yeah. for the next seven weeks God bless and then walked away and then yeah. like Florida won the national title and everyone was like God damn that speech like, was riveting shit, stuff is that guy Jesus <laughs> <laughs> that, that was unbelievable that was basically the Kyle guy note yeah, yeah. it's pretty much and everyone's been hyped up ever since I was not so hyped up because yesterday I was scrolling through Twitter for Kyle guy and he tweeted out that Colin Kaepernick is going to sign with the Cincinnati Bengals for $3.8 million. And he said, needed this jersey yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I show it to you and I'm like, man, this is cool. Like, this actually worked out after, you know, four years of people arguing about the situation. Cincinnati, of all places, was the place. See, I knew it didn't actually happen because the ringer slack was not going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> if Kaepernick actually got signed, the ringer slack, it would just, it would, it would overheat. It would just... <laughs> <laughs> Very true, and I don't I don't go to that place, so I would never know. Uh, but Kaepernick, uh, he's he does not sign because the the account was Bleacher Report instead of Bleacher <laughs> uh, Report. Yeah. Uh, so he was duped on the internet, uh, and you know, as people that get duped on the internet, I can say, Kyle guy, uh, pour one out. I just had so much faith in him that I was can very I offer, excited for can him. Can I offer a, a nice spin little, for you? Here, yeah, please. His mind it. is too focused on the tournament. Mm. He's he's not focused on he's not fact checking stuff. Yes. Yeah. He's he's trying to figure out a way to beat Gardner Webb. That's it. You can't expect him to. What, you think he's got time to look at Twitter handles and all that kind of stuff? No, of course not. Let's, he, he, let's not be ridiculous. He doesn't have time for that. But I also I have some time because I have some Gardner Webb quotes uh, that you know this is for this is the Kyle guy segment. But I have to point out they are playing a team Gardner Webb that has a lot of good juice on their side. And again, it goes back to our bad guy. Um, and they were talking about UMBC. This is the coach Kraft talking. He said it gives you some hope for sure. Uh, you know, in fact, on Wednesday, our first meeting, that's what we did. Just showed a bunch of clips of upsets, UMBC, Virginia, all the way back into the Hampton, Iowa State back in the 90s. Mm. And then, uh, you know, they continue to go through this whole thing. And then Kraft said, hopefully, uh, instead of, you know, it's still some belief that anything can happen. We're all playing on a 94-foot court. 94 feet rims. with Jay Billis. And then he, and this is his last quote on this, and let's go. And, then the and same, here we go. So, uh, ooh. And he said he's going to be like Norman Dale from Hoosiers, something that yeah, he'd be happy. T- I mean, like feet, yeah. this is all. This is all. This is this is not good, Kyle guy. This is not what you want to hear from Gardner Webb. Have you noticed that people say ninety four feet more because of Billis? I've noticed ESPN does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, f- I feel like uh, weirdly enough, as much as we make fun of Billis, and we love Billis, I, we love. I, Billis. I want to reiterate, like I, I like Jay. Billis. He was great on the uh, selection yeah. show where everyone wears their casual clothes. Yeah. You see that? You know, yeah. they, ESPN's doing the tournament thing now where everyone's. Where like Sean Farnham's areas right, wearing right. like you know just casual outfits. So they're like making they're like doing little jabs. I love and, Sean Farnham. Yeah, so he much, was so dude. great. He was so good. He did Sean your whole Farn- Virginia bit about the pace yeah. of play. I was, Sean was Farnham nice. is just the definition of happy to be here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, just it to you straight. I met that guy a few times. I met him at the Final <laughs> Four last year. There's, I, he acted like we were best friends, and I loved it. I'm not. I, it sounds like I'm making fun of him. I'm no, really not. not. Like no. I saw him at the party at the 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 infamous party that we went to, and um. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, good to see you again. I was like, have we met? And whatever. And uh, the way he was talking to me, he was just like so happy to be there. I was like, I like this guy. He's just fun to, he's fun to be sure around. But then you watch him on Mason. TV. You watch him on TV and it's the same way. And he's just like, 
he's just I'm happy to be here. He was like, let I me tell you. It. He was like, let me tell you about Virginia. Here's why they're yeah. gonna win. Yeah, you know, and they're just like right back in the face. We should have night. him on the podcast. Absolutely. Speaking of people, we should have on the podcast. John Rothstein uh, was not on our podcast. He yeah, was on he, a, he cheated on us. He was on another podcast. And this is a man that you showed me, a man that you respect, a man that a man that I that may or may you. not have tried to get hired at the Ringer <laughs> at one point in time to save you from getting it's cheesed out. I may or may not. <laughs> I may or may not have sent some emails and been like, yo, we should hire John Rothstein. And then I may or may not have gotten no response from anybody. It's all right. But Rothstein goes, and I. this is one little clip I saw. Again, I, I don't listen to part of my take, but I do respect that those seems, guys. That seems a little abrasive, that, the way you said that. And th- th- this coming on the heels of you tweeting yesterday that we were number one on <laughs> iTunes above part of my take. No, I love those guys, but I hate that people think that I listen to them and, and then... Like, and then we try, jack yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So and I, I was supposed to... Dude, they're really going to be pissed at us because Big Cat listens, and I was supposed to go on their show today, and I canceled on him. Um, he's he's going to think there's something up. There's nothing up, there's Big no, Cat. Okay. We really right. appreciate the All program, right. and I watched this clip, and it was with John Rothstein, and he does the things where he does, like, you know, that's better than going to Europe for 10 days. And they yeah, asked yeah, him, yeah. They're, like, <laughs> they're like, so have you been to Europe? He's like, never been to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> so using, like, qualifiers he's, like he's that never, as comparisons and never having any, like, like having no idea, that's great. He's never seen The Dark Knight. No <laughs> idea. <laughs> never seen it. Actually never watched the movie. Uh, saw that quote in the trailer. <laughs> so I do really appreciate that, uh, but that's enough on all the college basketball personalities. Because I really, this uh, is a great time of the year for everybody. I mean, it really. is. It's, it's everyone's great. happy. <laughs> everyone is. Everyone has a chance to be the sister gene. That's the other thing. Is like, you know, could can can Moten's kid be the sister gene? They they spring the big upset over Duke. Mm. It's like all of a sudden. We're getting that, a lot of that kid. I don't know. What if Sister What's Jean acts like she's like a part of the central team if they upset yeah, what if, Yeah, what if Sister Jean just like... <laughs> starts pulling for whatever the Cinderella she, is. She really should. What if Sister Jean's in studio at CBS? What if she it's becomes her, Cinderella? It's her. <laughs> she puts the hat on whatever yeah. team she's going to go it, with. Like she passes the crown. <laughs> she... <laughs> oh. Don't sleep on Mariah Musselman, though. We haven't seen the last of her. She was... Remember what they played each other, and Mariah mm-hmm. Musselman interviewed Sister Jean. I think we're going to see a lot of Mariah Musselman early, early. But then Nevada, as I said on the last podcast, Nevada kind of sucks, uh, and it really pains me that they suck because I wanted them to be good. You still believe? I believe. I'm on the um, bus. I want to believe. I like you know. I th- I think Musk might be my a good guy candidate for me. He really might be a good guy of the year. I'm gonna, he might be a good guy of the year nominee. I mean, Tim Miles is going to win it, but I really like Musk. He's a good guy, mm. great guy. Mm. <laughs> I really like the guy. Whatever. He's fun. He takes his shirt off. He has his wife right three peat on his chest. He's fun. He looks like a fun coach to play for. Um, but his team is trash. And uh Musselman they're, they're, they're keeping it together. Just they're they're deceiving America with like how they have won twenty nine games. In Reno, it's kinda like what happens when the party's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it seems like the party's been over. Like we're not having as much fun as we were having mm-hmm. last year. Like the little gimmicks and the ripping of the shirt and the screaming is, at the top of your lungs. It is I like mean, you had an outrageous party, yes. and then you're like, "We should do this every week, dude. What are we doing?" Yes. and then so you're like, and then instead of just saying that and moving on, you're like, "Okay, let's do it. Let's do it next week." No, now and you're doing on now Friday, you're AA and you're like, yeah. I, "I was like, I think I got out of hand. <laughs> yeah, so I, <laughs> I don't know what happened." Yeah. Uh, well, tough times. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, right? And then we're going to come back and we're going to do uh, Cal's guy because Coach Calipari, I mean, he's all over the place. He is, he's, he let it, is. he's letting it be known how he feels about his stance in the tournament. Also, we got Kyle's guy, which he probably is Googling right now because he knows we're going to come to him. Got it pulled up, guys. Yeah, got it pulled up. Good. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be back right after this. After we have CBS sponsor Ooh. us. <laughs> 
Folks, as you know, we're in the heat of one of the greatest sport events on the calendar, March Madness. And the best place to stay on top of all of the NCAA tournament coverage is CBS Sports HQ. What is CBS Sports HQ? It is the free 24-hour sports network that was built for fans just like you and me. I watch it all the time, and here's why. You do not get any of the hot takes, the fake debates, and the politics like other sports network. Just the stuff that matters. Non-stop highlights, news, and analysis no matter when I tune in. That's all I ever see. And if you enjoy playing fantasy or placing some bets, their experts are always dishing out picks to help you win. So check out CBS Sports HQ. It's always on and always free. No need to pay a subscription fee or have an expensive cable package. Just download the CBS Sports app on your phone, Fire TV, Roku, or Apple TV to start watching today. And that's not it, folks. We were also brought to you by Bud Light. Bud Light is keeping it real by putting an ingredients label on their packaging, brewed with hops, barley, water, and rice, no corn syrup, no preservatives, and no artificial flavors. You know who's keeping it real in college hoops, Mark Titus? LSU. (laughs) (laughs) They're keeping it very Very real. Very real. Great three seed, and obviously nothing to do with anything Will Wade related. Uh, Cheers to Bud Light, reminding you to enjoy responsibly and keep it real. But that's not it, Tate. I want to talk about our friends over at Yahoo Sports. It is tourney time. Join the madness before it's too late. Head to Yahoo Sports and fill out a free bracket because this year, America's Best Bracket is worth $1 million. That's America's Best Bracket, not America's Perfect Bracket. Keep that in mind, folks. You can uh, you can be wrong and still win. You can do what Tate and I did yesterday when we were filling out the bracket uh, as a team on the live stream. It's, all, it's up on YouTube. You can watch it if you want. And we... We picked Florida State to beat Gonzaga in the Sweet 16. If that happened in the matchup, yes, they would yes. beat them. Yes. But then mm-hmm. we picked Gonzaga to go to the Final Four, and it 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 blew everyone's mind. They're saying, what are you guys doing here? I'll tell you what we're doing here. It's, it's matchups. Little, it's a little trick I learned. I think my dad taught me this way back in 96 when we were filling out brackets by hand back then. Uh, you... It, you, you maximize your points because Gonzaga has the best shot of getting out of it. You think Florida State's going to beat Gonzaga, but then you still want to get the point. You don't think Florida State's going to go to the Final Four. So that way, if Gonzaga still makes the Final Four, you know you can get your Florida State pick wrong, but then you can still get the points for getting calling Gonzaga to the Final Four. It's a smart move, uh, but you, you, you jeopardize your perfect bracket. So what I'm saying is... Also, I don't know if it's worked since 96, since we've yeah. been on computers, because yeah, they don't let you do that. But Yeah, Yahoo probably doesn't let you do that, but the sentiment is there. You do not have to get a perfect bracket. You just have to be better than everybody else. It is a free contest for a chance to win $1 million only at Yahoo Sports, because there's no wrong way to fill a bracket out except for not filling one out at all. So go to Yahoo Sports and play Best Bracket Millionaire. The tournament starts tonight, so it's not too late. Go sign up and get started. Go to yahoo.com slash best bracket to get picking. All right, we're back, and my God, Tate, I cannot. I it, it blows my mind how far we've come from the Arizona Ice Tea Fake Ads. It's a uh, what a journey. The thirty for thirty on this uh, th- this little podcast that could that, <laughs> that started out by reading. It's so hilarious because we thought Arizona Ice Tea was too big of a brand for us. Yeah, uh, we really and, did. and that is why we did that was, fake. That's that was why we joke. did fake ads. We were like, look, we can prove that we can do a big brand like Arizona Ice Tea. Yeah, and, and now we, we have are. Bud Light, CBS, and Yahoo. It's unbelievable. What a con. And cheese it. And, so, and Sonos. This is, this is a We've long done con. We've done it. And, and by the way, we made it clear from day one that we were going to sell out. Yes. There will be a time. Those of you, the, the true friends of the program. Uh, so what's going to happen is the fake fans are going to get to a point where they're like, you guys have sold out. You guys do too many ads. You do this or that. Um, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> 
like the true friends of the program, the ride or die people that have been with us since day one, since the teed up days, mm. they know the deal. Yeah. They know that we've been trying to sell out from day one. And we'll ask this question: Is it selling out if you don't get paid? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great point. Uh, <laughs> but they know the true friends of the program know that, like, like when it happens, when the day comes that we release a podcast, maybe it's I don't know, six months from now, maybe it's six years from now, I don't know. But we will, we will release a podcast that's nothing but ads. And when that day comes. The true friends of the program are going to be like Robin Williams and Goodwill Hunting, mm-hmm. where they're just like, mm-hmm. those sons of bitches, they did it. And mm-hmm. just, they're just smiling, and they're just like... <laughs> it's not your fault. Yeah, I'm so not happy for them. I'm so happy for them. They did Give it. us a big hug. Yep. We, we, we have a note that says, went to see about a bag. <laughs> they read it. Like, they did it. They went and got that bag. God love them. <laughs> ben Affleck drives by, looks in the studio. Bill. <laughs> it's Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! They did it again. <laughs> oh god, damn it! Uh, all right, moving on. <laughs> all right, back to Cal's guy. One of our favorite segments, and this is even better because so Mark Few, for people that didn't see this, Mark Few goes on a live stream, and he points out to the world that uh, he goes to Alaska uh-huh. all the time, once a year. He goes up there, does a little fishing. I've been to Alaska. Love Alaska. Love Alaska. So I mean, he does all this sort of stuff. Goes up to Alaska, makes it a big thing. Uh, but he points out to the world. He said, John couldn't, this is about John Calipari. This is what Mark Few said. He said, John couldn't last an hour in Alaska. I go up there once a year, and he couldn't last one mm. hour. So then people on Twitter, they're like going at John Calipari. They're saying, Coach Cal, what do you think about this? Like, could you last an hour? What's going to happen with all this? So John Calipari, for people that don't know this, we remember this. He's a big fan of the Discovery Channel. And you know what he watches on the Discovery Channel? He watches Alaska, The Last Frontier. He watches Life Below Zero, and he watches an array of Alaskan-themed shows and movies because the man loves Alaska. He said, everyone was killing me last night saying I couldn't last in Alaska. Said I wouldn't last 10 minutes, even though he said an hour. Said, you know, that's a nice little, makes it even, mm-hmm. you know, that's a little bit yeah. more. Uh, Manufacturer adversity. Exactly. I could live off the grid easily, chopping wood, fishing, hunting squirrels, and a moose now and then, scaring bears, pooping in the woods. Come on, Alaska. And then he does like a little like Kilcher's Himosu, which is like a little like saying, I guess, in Alaska. Because again, mm-hmm. he watches all these Alaskan shows. But I do want to point out, Cal, when he watched all the Alaskan shows it was in 2013. And it was when he was having a bad year with his team. He's like, I can't, Ooh, I can't. How do get, I reach these kids? I, I can't reach these kids. I can't make this yeah. moment work. So therefore, I'm turning to Alaskan TV. Yeah. And Mark Few is incepting the idea of Alaska back in his mind at a time to that say, was a dark time. You can't reach your kids. You can't reach your you're kids. You're going to get bounced by Wofford. And now you're thinking round. about Alaska. And now you're thinking mm. about the, you know, all the shows that you want to be watching mm. because he does love Alaska. And he also came in his manhood that he couldn't go to Alaska. This goes so this is more vacation time. If he loses early, he can go straight to Alaska. This goes all the way to the top yes. of the globe. Yes. Alaska. <laughs> Alaska. Yeah. This is the this, I'm pretty sure this is how the guy from Into the Wild, Chris McCandless, this mm-hmm. is how he died. Is is Mark Few said, You could you wouldn't last an hour in Alaska. He's like, Yeah, I will. And then he lasted like three days and, and died in a bus. <laughs> I don't know where. So Cal's guy is he ate some poisonous berries. Cal's guy is his uh, his belief in himself as Cal's an guy is Cal. Yeah. Yeah. Cal's, Cal's guy is, Cal. yeah. Okay. Cal's guy is Alaskan Cal. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> my favorite version of him is Alaskan Cow. Uh, and he also, he said to the world uh, that he was very upset that uh, Carl Towns did not give him a jersey that was signed in the background when he was on TV, when he was responding to the first Alaskan claims. Um, so what happened? Carl Towns, so he, he was on ESPN. Did you see this? Carl Towns was? No, no, no. Oh, Cow was up. They, they called him in. Oh, and he, he has jerseys he signed has in his background. Boogie, Anthony I Davis, everybody. And so he doesn't have a Carl Towns. And then Carl Towns is upset he didn't have a Carl Towns. And he said, well, then sign the jersey and send it to me and also yeah. frame it. You think mm. you think I did this like yeah, a weirdo? Yeah. Yeah. This was sent to me. Yeah. These are, these are my guys. Yeah. yeah, my guys. So you're saying Towns is in it, one of his guys. I'm saying Towns needs to prove it. I'm saying wow. send him the jersey, sign the jersey, that and see good, if you can hang up behind get, him. We got to get Cal on the podcast so badly. To explain it. Yeah. How do you get on that wall? I mean, I used to say those things as a joke, like we should get Cal on the podcast, but like, for God's sakes, we got Bud Light. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's possible. Who the hell knows? Uh, what else we got? That was Kyle's guy of the week. Uh, now we have Kyle's guy of the week. Uh, which Kyle, I know that you've been going through all these players, I've been searching like a motherfucker, looking at Corey Davis Jr. highlights to see if that's going to be your guy. Uh, do you have a guy for us? Yeah, yeah. Sunday, St. Patrick's Day, Michigan, Michigan State. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the boy Matt McQuaid. I heard you guys talk about him all year. I didn't know what he looked like or any. You know, I think I think it was like the last couple shots that he hit that I was like, that's wait, that's Matt McQuaid. So that's great. Uh, 27 points. I'm not sure how many threes he hit, but he definitely hit quite a few. Seven or 13, something like that. Seven yeah. threes, lucky number just, seven. Just on an a unassuming day. looking guy. That's great. I told Teddy he looked like a forest creature. I've been trying to figure out what it is. We were talking about a squirrel or chipmunk, maybe a deer. Maybe a you deer. can tell that Kyle doesn't watch a ton of college basketball because like everybody hates Matt McQuaid. I don't. I actually, I actually like Matt McQuaid. I like, like Matt. Oh yeah. He's got. He's mm-hmm. he he checks the two boxes of being a white guy, uh, <laughs> and also box. having like. <laughs> A having a weird face and it's like I hate that face. guy Look, yeah. and, and being good I guess that's the third you have to have is you, if, you're, if you're a white guy who looks funny or and you have to actually trip, good right? or you have to be tripping yeah, yeah. Tripping um, so people I don't think people really like him but I like him I like him a lot I like him a lot too and I will say this still should have uh, been first team someone all defense, that's getting but... you know harassed on the internet just like Matt McQuaid is I respect it you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, people, yeah, people, right. don't, people don't get your plight Matt like you're living your life you're out here getting buckets just that would do what be, you gotta do that would be uh, wouldn't that be a, a hilarious turn of events if people tweeted at you that you look like Matt McQuaid Honestly, wouldn't that be just? It, it's it's gonna be then, a, it's gonna be hilarious when I had to bring these people got, where I'm from. If we got side by side pictures of Tate and Matt McQuaid's face, and they're like separated at birth? Question mark. That would be hilarious. Just hypothetically, just hypothetically, if that. Honestly, happened, I would take be, it over George Michael Blue, even though <laughs> <laughs> even though I love Michael Sarah. No disrespect to the artist. Oh man. That's it, though. That's Kyle's guy. That's Kyle's guy. <laughs> there it is. Matt Michael Sarah. That'll work. <laughs> Michael um, Sarah. I've been. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of worried about Michigan State. By the way, I've been. Uh, I've been giving it some thought. That Louisville Minnesota thing really bothers me because I, I want Michigan State to, to to have a successful tournament. I want. What is a successful tournament to Michigan State? First of all, let's start there. Mm-hmm. Um, they they won the Big Ten. They won the Big Ten uh, uh, tournament. They they've been a great team all year. Ken Palm loves them. There, I think it's last time I checked, it was like Virginia, Duke, and Michigan State and Carolina. I think were the four teams that are like top ten in offense and defense on Ken Palm. And then it's the, the don't quote me on that. I'm, I'm pulling that from memory, but I think it's those four. But um, and then there's like what there was like eight teams that are the top twenty. So it's basically yeah, your top yeah. ten twenty. But top Michigan 20 State's offense, obviously a very very good defense. team. But like we've been talking about it. part of why I've been so uh, impressed by them winning everything and sweeping Michigan and, and, and just keeping it all together is that they, they had, it feels like they've been running on fumes. It feels like Cassius Winston has been asked to do way too much mm-hmm. and he's been able to do it all season. 
Um, it's like when your gas light is on and you just keep going yeah. and you're hoping that eventually you won't run out of gas. You're like, I, I, that's I, think, I think there's like 40 miles on here that I can that's go before I actually remember if you're still AAA. Right? That yeah, is exactly. literally where the phrase running on fumes comes from. <laughs> yes. Nice. Right. Yes. Yeah, so Very good. That was great. That was a good, uh, good visual. Um, Wouldn't so, it be driving on fumes? <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm worried that Michigan State, uh, because I've been worried all year, so I guess like, you know, if you're a Michigan State fan listening to this, you can just take solace in that, that I've been worried that they're going to hit a wall at some point all year. Um, but yeah, I am worried about the second round game because Louisville already beat them this year. Um, and Minnesota is, I, I know they beat Minnesota, but Minnesota is a conference team. Like, I don't want to, you don't want to play a conference you don't team in the second yeah, round. A team that knows you. Yeah, that exactly. knows, you don't want that. You don't mm-hmm. want that at all. Um, especially if you're the better team, you know. Like, Minnesota would love, I'm sure Minnesota would love it because they're the underdogs and they they would have some sort of advantage in terms of the scouting and all that kind of shit. But uh, just because they, they, I always feel like the underdog has to rise to the better team's level in the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament. So um, that would that would benefit Minnesota. I just I don't know, man. I'm 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 very concerned, and I really want Michigan State to at least I don't, Elite Eight. Elite Eight would be successful. Like if they lose the Duke in Elite Eight, that's a great run. That's a that's a season everyone will remember if you're a Michigan State fan. Um, and I think that's what I really want is I want people to remember the, the year Cassius Winston had, and the year that Tom Izzo had losing two players off of the best team in the country last year. Well, not the be- the what should have been the best team in the country mm-hmm. last year. Loses two lottery picks, and then somehow is like not necessarily better, but more successful. And one of those we'll guys say. coming back that was one of those big recruits that came in with my, you know, I mean, Langford is a guy that you know right. could have really leaned on at one point and said, "Hey, you know, this is a guy for us that can we can rely on. He has the talent. Right. He goes down for the year. Obviously, <clears throat> battling with the Nick Ward injuries. I mean, it was the adversity that we always expected. But it, I, I looked at you when Michigan won or when Michigan State won the game against Michigan, and we're just like. I like that Michigan State won. This is a great moment for them, but it does feel like this was the moment. You know, this winning is the regular the moment. season, yeah, yeah. and then we swept make- Michigan. <clears throat> we won two trophy, two Big Ten things. Now, yeah, that's the I year. That's the year for Cassius Winston. So, uh, Michigan looks like a team that maybe you want to buy. And stock the other into. thing, uh, since 2013, I believe. Again, all these numbers start to run together, but uh, yeah, because 2012 was Louisville's a four seed, and then Kentucky, Kansas, Ohio State. Yeah, since 2013, a seven seed or higher has made the Final Four every year. Mm-hmm. Every year since 2013, um, there sevens are historically there's always like one seven over two upset. It feels like so like this year we we do say that the top eight are obviously the top eight, and what I mean by that is not necessarily that I fully expect the lead eight to be ones versus twos. It's that if you're asking me today uh, to to put the odds on a one or a two winning the national championship versus the rest of the field, I I, I would I I think there's like a 89 percent chance. <laughs> is that arbitrary enough? Mm-hmm. No, um, that's good. Eighty nine point six percent chance that a one or a two is going to win the national title this year. I would I would absolutely be shocked if a five seed won it this year. It's not are, to say it can't happen. I just I would be shocked. And these are all based on the BPI. That's yeah. this is all real numbers. Yes, based BPI. BPI. Yes, exactly. Yes. Everyone knows the formula. Yeah. Uh, Marquette, I will, number four team in the country <laughs> preseason. I will say uh, everyone that did like the round table as they were putting like how they asked the question how many one seeds you know Reese like how many one seeds do you have and everyone's like. I got three. Mm-hmm. I got two. Mm-hmm. I got three. I got you know everyone has two or three one seeds because as we all know at the top of the top of college basketball it's a really differentiation between them and say a team that is you know even a three seed with Houston. Right. There's, a, there's a big drop off. So we've talked about that. I kind of want to run through all the games and just kind of give like a, a timetable and just like kind of rapid fire through them and just kind of give like one. This thought. matters to me. Yeah, like it matters. What's the first game on Thursday? So the first game on Thursday, we got the Patino Bowl. We got Minnesota Are you versus Louisville. Me? No, I'm not. That's shitting how we you. start the yeah on CBS see, in Des Moines, is, Iowa. In Des Moines, Iowa. This is so important. Will With, Rick Patino go to Des Moines? 
That's this is question. so so good. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember, was it last year that Trey Young started the first game? Yes. You got to set the tone, man. Mm-hmm. That's so odd because you got to. There's nothing nothing worse on earth than than cutting out of work or leaving school early if you're young enough to still be in school. Um, and and you kind of like you t- you're taking a sick day. You're you're doing whatever. You're you're building your whole day around playing hooky and and watching <laughs> basketball, and then you get to your couch and like the first couple games are trash. Absolutely. That sucks because you feel like you wasted a sick day or you wasted whatever. So when it's when it's something out of the gate like the Patino Bowl, God bless you. God bless you, and I would say this. Uh, we got uh, the next game there. We got Yale versus LSU, which is the 9-30, 12-30 game if you're on the mm-hmm. East Coast. So we got True TV. Can I stop you there? Yeah, please. Uh, Yale versus LSU, I was all in on Yale as soon as I saw that. I, I, mostly because I was out on LSU because of the Will Wade thing. Can we get a – is the pendulum going to swing the other way? Is it like – People like me who are talking so much about LSU is 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 done because they lost They've their sort coach of been, and there's too much distraction. Now they're the underdog. Yeah, there's too much mm-hmm. distraction that now it's going to swing the other way and they're going to win. I don't know. Feels like an either or game, definitely. So, so something <laughs> to keep an eye on there. Uh, we got New Mexico versus Auburn is the next game that comes at 120. That's on TNT and that's in Salt Lake City. New Mexico State's another team that we've talked about a lot. Of yeah, people, I feel like every bracket I've seen has that 12-5 upset. Everyone thinks New Mexico State is going to beat Auburn, but Auburn's probably. I mean, if not Auburn's the hottest, playing really well, Auburn yeah. and Seton Hall are probably the two hottest teams coming. Maybe I guess like hot yeah. in the sense of like playing better than they've been all year. They, kind of, yeah, yeah. They're, they're playing at their playing, peak right now. Yeah, very yes. high level compared to where they've been all season. Yeah. So I find that interesting that New Mexico State has kind of been penciled in as an upset there. So well, the, that, the first three games we got three pretty good games. We got the Patino Bowl. We got the Yale LSU. Like, will it be an upset? That's a good three fourteen game. And then we got New Mexico State. All well, you can tell who has who's who's using brackets that have the records printed and mm-hmm. who's not when uh, <laughs> when they're picking the LSU or the, the New Mexico State yes. uh, Auburn game because uh-huh. when, when when people see the New Mexico State twelve seed. 30 and 4 in parentheses, I think is what their record is. I mean, they won 30 like, games. Holy shit, 30 game winner as a 12 seed? I'm picking them. And then the ones that don't are like, I'm sure Auburn's better. I've never heard of New Mexico State. And then they pick Auburn. So. I've heard of Auburn, yeah. yeah. Charles Barkley told me. Uh, the next game we got, we have Vermont uh, versus Florida State. How do you say that? Vermont. 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 The cat that mounts. The uh, fighting Rosillos. Yes, exactly. The fighting Rosillos. <laughs> I don't believe on. it. I saw Rosillo <laughs> for a few hours yesterday. I was I was hanging with him, and um, he didn't he didn't mention Vermont once to me. And he mentioned a lot of other college basketball stuff. So for that reason, I'm out. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like if he was really into it, he'd be like, my boys, huh? What do you think, huh? We got a chance, right? And he didn't say that, so I think he knows. So take Florida State in the 150 game on TBS. Uh, that'll be good. We got Bradley versus Michigan State the next game at 2.30. That's on CBS. I don't know if there's any thoughts there, but I will say uh, Michigan State's a team that we just talked about. Maybe not full faith in, so maybe there's a chance Bradley can give him a little bit of a run. The Braves, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. I don't know. I think Bradley needs more guys than just one one man named Bradley. I don't think that's going to be enough. <laughs> Bradley's not going to be Bra- enough. I think Bradley's going to need his friends to play 5-on-5. Five five. Unless it was Bradley Davis. Get it? Yeah, oh. Brad, Brad guys. If Bradley wins, they're definitely the Brad guys. Of the Absolutely. Sure. Uh, next up, we got Belmont plays Temple, so we'll figure that out. Whoever wins that game then plays Maryland. That's at three o'clock. That's also in True TV. We'll see what happens with Turgeon. There's been a lot of talk about you know Turgeon not living up to the moments in the tournament. Mm-hmm. That's a tough draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Northeastern versus Kansas at three fifty on TNT. Murray State versus Marquette. If you want to talk about Bagman, the NCAA. What a great. What time's know, that Murray State Marquette game? Murray State Marquette is at four twenty. That's on TBS. Hey. <laughs> that's perfect. For this podcast. So 720 Eastern? No, 420. 420 Eastern. Eastern yes. <laughs> John Moran will be very excited about that. It had a nice little, like, uh, you know Marty, the guy from ESPN, Marty Smith? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, like, and drives around the country, and it's, like, somehow yeah. California he's cool, like, but also like, has an accent like anything from, that like, happens, Mississippi. Yeah, anything yeah. that happens in middle America, they're like, Marty, you take it. We don't know how to speak to those people. He's it, like, I do. I'm down I'll here do. in Bowling Green, North yeah. Carolina. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're like, all right, Marty. Cool. Um, <laughs> next game we got, we got Florida versus Nevada. That's at 645. That's on TNT. That's a pretty primetime game. Yeah. Uh, we'll see the must-bust go against uh, Mike White, which will be interesting to see. Uh, I don't know. We got Abilene Christian versus Kentucky. We got the Wildcats matchup at 7 on CBS. Uh, Calipari's first game, the Alaskan Cow will come out, and we'll uh-huh. see what he can do. Uh, we got St. Mary's versus Villanova, 715 TBS. Again, take the under. Take the under. <laughs> it's going to be a very slow game. Uh, and then we got Prairie View, Fairleigh Dickinson, figuring that, that out today on Tuesday. Yeah, I can't wait to see that one. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. That's going to start at 320 our time out here. Uh, and then Gonzaga, that game, uh, whoever wins that game will play Gonzaga at 715 on True TV. Then we got Montana, Michigan at 915 on DNT. We got Seton Hall versus Wofford, 930 on CBS. Old Dominion versus Purdue, 945 on TBS. And then the final game of the day, the Scott Drew versus. Jim Beheim Bowl, which mm. is at 955 on True TV. And that is a game uh, in Salt Lake City as well. That's it's how we end the night? That's how we end the night. First we get, day, Thursday. First first game is Patino Bowl. Last game is Scott Drew, Jim Beheim. Yes. Mm. Who's going to be a good coach in that game? Mm-mm-mm. Can't Who's wait. Who's going to be a good guy? <laughs> Definitely Scott Drew. I got to say, man, <laughs> the NCAA tournament is... I'm going to get emotional talking about it. It's the greatest thing ever. It really is. It's not even that the games, it's not even that the madness is happening. It's like the time of year is so perfect. It's like the, it, 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 it's warm outside. Like mm-hmm. it starts getting warm right as soon as the tournament starts. Mm-hmm. You, you get the daylight savings thing. So now you're getting more sunlight. Like all of it comes together where it's just like, it's almost too much. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm going to get emotional. It really is too much. It's like winter fucking sucks. It's dark all day. Mm-hmm. It's cold. Mm-hmm. We're watching Georgia Tech Duke games mm-hmm. to trying to feel, I just want to feel something. And then instead of like slowly feeling something, it's like just suddenly, bam, here's a ton of sunshine. Here's warm weather. Here's 14 hours of basketball with like insane finishes. It's great. And then you have the perfect cool down because right after it's over, we go straight to Augusta. Yeah. And then it's yeah. springtime. Hello, and then it's, it's a beautiful time. Hello, friends. It's a great time of year. We appreciate everyone listening to us because we know that we've done three shows now in three days pretty much. Mm. We've talked all about all these teams. Uh, Sunday show was a lot of fun breaking down the bracket at large. Uh, this was a lot of fun doing the good guys and the bad guys. Felt familiar. Felt mm. like we were back where we needed to be. Monday show was not fun, though. <laughs> I'm just Monday show, to, no thoughts. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to yeah. build some credibility here. You can't, yes. If you say every show is fun, no one's going to believe it. No, so. I'm talking about the podcast. That yeah. was not the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. Which podcast was not fun? What was, what was the least fun podcast we've ever done? Probably, Probably when we did Tommy the Duke Alter? comeback. Probably oh, the Duke the comeback, comeback for me because I, I couldn't relive that. Probably when we let we turned Tommy Alter's microphone on. That one, that one I was not a fan. <laughs> he's of. never going to let this and go. He, and he's here. And he's here today. Oh, Tommy wow, Alter is back in the office. Can't wait to talk. Uh, to him. So here's the plan for the rest. Here's the plan for the rest of the the tournament. We are going to do podcast uh, immediate reaction podcasts after each round, not after each day of games, but each round. So mm-hmm. uh, we. On Friday, we will when the first round will then be complete, and we will be down to thirty-two teams. Uh, we are going to do one immediately after Friday night, which I think uh, Ohio State might play Friday night. So North Carolina and Ohio State play yeah. Friday night. Yep, I'm pretty sure Ohio State might have one of the last games. Mm-hmm. So basically, I think it's Friday nine thirty Eastern. Carolina starts at like nine twenty Eastern. Friday night is going to be uh, my reaction to the Ohio State game, basically. But uh, we'll Great. talk. We're going to talk about the whole first round. Um, and then we'll do one Sunday night, like immediately after the Sweet 16 has been set. And then we'll do one. We're going to do that throughout. And then we'll sprinkle some other ones throughout the middle of the week as well. We promise we have a schedule. Yeah. So that that is kind of the plan. So if you're if you're watching these games and you're wondering when the pods are going to drop, uh, that's when. Expect one Friday night. Expect one Sunday night. And then uh, just just keep refreshing your feed. Just keep refreshing it. And 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 if it doesn't work, try giving us a five star review, and that'll help. And maybe something will pop up. 
And shout out to all the people out there that are doing that, giving us the five star reviews, downloading the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because again, shout we, out to the we to, can't believe it. Shout out to the four star reviewers too. Uh, you people have journalistic integrity. I, I appreciate you. A lot of too many people out there just giving one and five. You know, it, the, 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 we're trying to be dunk uh, dunk contest judges, right? Yes. We, so we're we understand. I believe in ratings and reviews. Yes, I mm-hmm. I appreciate the people that that use the whole scale. So if you're sprinkling in some twos and threes and fours, that's cool with me. You, you appreciate the whole scale. I, I like that because um, that's what we're going to do. We're, we are going to get this done, by the way. People are tweeting at College Slam and uh, College Slam, like the, whoever runs the, whatever dipshit runs that College Slam account, like you can feel the pressures on him. He's mm-hmm. like, he wants to be cool and like tweet back to us. And but he has like, no idea who yeah. we are. So he's yeah, like, he what? No, he's like yeah. what are you saying? Yeah. And it's going, it, at some point, the guy running the College Slam account is going to like agree to let us do it. And, and think that I'm Bugs Bunny him. or Daffy Duck. He's yes. going to agree to let him do it just to think that like, just to be cool with the people, you know, like people pressure him. Then mm-hmm. he's going to be like, yeah, you guys can do it and think that that's like a hip thing. And then his bosses are going to be pissed off, but it doesn't matter because we're going to have it and it's legally binding at that point and we're going to be done conscious judges. That's how it's going to happen. So uh, keep an eye on that. Yeah, keep an eye on that, folks. We'll see what <laughs> That's happens. That's a subplot throughout this tournament. It's uh, going to happen. The tournament's starting. Good luck to every team except my team that I'm cheering for. Um, I hope all of you lose and my team wins. That's uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I hope I hope everyone has fun. I, I, I If you're listening to us, you you probably love it as much as we do. And we, it really means a lot that you're listening and following along with us. So uh Let's have a fun tournament and let's stay safe out there. Yeah, stay safe. Before we go, one more word from Sonos. Meet Sonos Beam, the smart, compact soundbar for your TV and newest addition to the easy-to-use home sound system. Tate set his up in his apartment. He shakes the pictures off of his wall. His roommates hate him because he just is blasting high-quality sound throughout his entire apartment. Um, I can't wait to set mine up. I really can't. I, I, what, what, what is the music that you listen to through, through this? I already put you on the spot last time. What do you mean? What music do I listen like, to? Like what? Yeah. What if you're trying to? If Drop a line, Tate. Tell, yeah. tell the people what's up. Tell the people what, what, what Tate Frazier is into. Like when you're you're getting ready to go out. It's Friday night. You're just kind of like you're kind of getting ready and you're trying to get in the right mood. What what are you bumping on your Sonos? Chris Lake, nothing better. There you go. Thanks. All right. Go to Sonos.com to learn more and order your beam today. That's S O N O S.com. Sonos.